2: Hey guys, Matt Donald here. I don't know why I say that at the beginning of each one of these. You guys know who I am. I'm Matt Donald, man. (laughs) Anyways, I got a Patreon. You know all this stuff. Everyone has a Patreon. Everyone has a Patreon. This is a capitalist society we all live in. At Patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find bonus content for the Ritwit and Paleobites. Guess what? There's actually other bonus content for the Ritwit now. I'm not a slacker anymore. Yay! For Paleobites, we talk about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Zoo Tycoon. Uh, The original game had no dinosaurs or prehistoric animals, but the expansion pack, Dinosaur Digs, did. And we talk about that, as well as the other expansion pack, Marine Mania, and the franchise as a whole. It's great. A lot of nostalgic memories of that game. Uh, Link is in the description for where you can get to the Patreon. Uh, Thank you for your support. Have a wonderful day. Wonderful day. I don't know why I said that so creepy-like there.
0: Roar.
2: Rowl. Bello. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast where we rate and review the roaring reptiles and other creatures too, not just reptiles. My name is Matthew Dahl. Each week, I in a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by someone who has uh, two bunnies, male and female, but.
1: Both fixed.
2: Yeah, but that's the important thing. Both fixed. We don't need
1: that nonsense.
2: Yeah. But that's not counting the 500 other bunnies she has that aren't fixed. They're just spreading and enveloping us. Hey, it's Christine Eilert. How are you? <laughs>
1: that'd be really, really scary.
2: If you just had 500 bunnies. just Like,
1: how would you be... Like, our house is not that big. I don't think you could even walk. It
2: the f- the, wouldn't have a carpet. It'd just be rabbit poop.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh. Although they were litter box trained. So.
2: Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. So you'd have one really full litter
1: box. <laughs> Especially
2: which, just a cube, like a giant four foot by four foot cube of... <laughs>
1: which is excellent composting, by the that's way. That's
2: true. You just throw it in the garden and watch as the plants grow. Yep,
1: they're just like hay processors is what I jokingly and affectionately call them. Okay. But more on bunnies on the next on another episode. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I want you to
2: save this for that episode, <laughs> but instead we're doing this one. Uh, okay.
1: We got other content for that one, don't worry.
2: Okay, I'm trying to think... Uh,
1: uh, our, uh, our dinosaur probably would, well, I don't know if they would eat rabbits. See, that's the thing. I was yeah.
2: trying to think of a dinosaur-related question, and it was about the rabbits, but I'm like, I can't think of one other than if you could let your di- your rabbits be eaten by
1: Oh, no. Which <laughs> dinosaur would you choose to eat them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the obvious answer is none, but... Right, right. <laughs> so
2: I need to come up with a... How about um, if you could give your ra- your rabbits to anyone... Any
1: type of Dinosaur Prehistoric creature
2: Yeah which one Would you give it to And why I mean definitely And they can do with it with it, Whatever they please Like either eat it Or just keep it Or just leave it alone Or like uh, You have to be careful Because some, even some Of the plant eaters They have like big Powerful beaks Like Triceratops You know they have Like those <laughs> Sort of thing
1: I mean probably Just something that Would just leave it alone
2: Yeah Yeah How about um Let's see There's a dinosaur Called Hypsilophil Oh no it has a beak too <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's really small. But... These
1: bird things are a huge threat to my rabbits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think, what is the dinosaur that is the least threat to your rabbit? Uh, okay, okay, I can do this, I can do this. I can. Do this. I don't
1: know. I, yeah.
2: Uh, okay, because all the ones, even all the plant eaters I can think of are either too big, or they, they might, have like... They could step like, on them. Uh, they could step on them, yeah, and the, or they would have like a, a powerful beak meant for grinding vegetation, but if the rabbit got in the way, they could just bite it it's not to eat of course but just to,
1: still be a. this is
2: probably the hardest question i've ever given <laughs> on this show and you
1: gave it to yourself you know, yeah
2: it's true because yeah I mean, you don't really know all the dice so, <laughs> so i'm the one that have to figure this out uh well i don't know but i sure as hell wouldn't give it to a plesiosaurus and speaking of which <laughs>
1: oh my what a transition <laughs> <laughs> so
2: good <laughs> i'm so good at this oh man Uh, We're talking about a plesiosaurus, the near lizard, is what it means, because it's kind of like a lizard, except Uh, not at all. I mean, no,
1: not really, but hey. (laughs) Name a lizard you've seen with
2: flippers. No. Or a long neck. No. (laughs) Or a short tail. Like, most lizards have long tails.
1: Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the ways they, like, name things, you kind of, like, shrug and, like, kind of squint a little bit. And you're like, I don't understand, but okay. Yeah, like, there's if you're a, a scientist, you could be quirky.
2: There's a creature named Basilosaurus that was.
1: Is it a snake?
2: It, it, it sort of sounds like one. It's like Basilisk, and Saurus means lizard. It means king lizard, is what it means. But surprise, it's a whale. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: you all got to get your act together, people. Come on. I
2: guess because it's a very long, uh, elongated whale that kind of looks. So they thought it was like a sea serpent at first. It's kind of okay. what it looks like. Okay. So.
1: That's a little closer, but let's be real. I can hear lizard. But
2: like. also, when you assign a name to a genus, it sticks. Like, that's part of scientific etiquette. Mm. So they couldn't rename it. <laughs> <laughs> Basilocetus, which would mean king whale.
1: I mean but, it, but it's so close.
2: Come on, like. Basilosaurus. Just,
1: just make the leap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, but you know, them's the rules. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, plesiosaurus. Type us. Oh god, how do I? <laughs> Sau- Sauropterygian. <laughs> oh my, Sauropterygian? Sauropterygian. Cerapterigian.
1: There's a Y and an I next to each other, and like I don't gyro.
2: like gyro. Uh. Cerapterigian. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> Sauroptergen, <laughs> a group of aquatic reptiles that include the placodonts, the nothosaurs, and the plesiosaurs, all of which, which these are all different prehistoric sea reptiles, but all of them, except for the pre- plesiosaurs, became extinct after the Triassic, which was the very first period of the age of dinosaurs, you know, Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous.
1: There
2: you go. Okay. Size, 11 feet, so that's 3.5 meters long, 990 pounds, and four, or 450 kilograms.
1: It makes my little heart happy that they have a more accurate weight
2: <laughs> estimation for this one. That's true. It's true. It's not just like uh, anywhere from 2 to 5 million pounds.
1: Whatever. We're in that range.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm in that range, thankfully. You do. <laughs> I to gather everyone is, even babies. I mean,
1: depending on... I mean, if you're outside of the womb, you hope.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, 11 feet. It's not that big. So I've heard some people say, oh, it's like a long neck dinosaur, but in the ocean. Like, nope, not not at all. Oh, like
1: way, 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 way smaller, right? Because aren't yeah, the a, long necks like 50 feet?
2: Oh, uh, that's a small long neck. Some oh, of them wow. are like 70 or 90 feet long. Oh, so
1: this is like a little baby. Yeah. That's like a friendly one. Like, you yeah. feel like you could be, like, chill with it.
2: Yeah. There's some bigger ones later. Like, the Elasmosaurus is a relative of Plesiosaurus. And it looks exactly the same, but it is 50 feet long. So. Jeez. And so. Um, diet carnivore, although piscivore is probably more accurate because, you know, it ate fish. Exactly. Other stuff. Time, early Jurassic, 200 million to 175 million years ago. Uh, location, England. Very old England.
1: How cool is that? Uh,
2: new, Although a lot, a lot of early prehistoric creatures were discovered in England because that's where it was first. First people gained the interest. Like, the first dinosaur was discovered in England. It, it was a megalosaurus...
1: I feel like people are just, in general, digging around in England, though.
2: I mean, that's, I mean, England did that around the world. It's called colonialism. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that was
1: kind of their thing. Like, so.
2: <laughs> so it makes sense they would, as well as spreading across the world, they're trying to spread across time. I mean, I put it a
1: little bit nicer. Yeah, colonialism, digging around, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it was described in 1824. So this is like, just before dinosaurs were, like,
1: A big thing. A big
2: thing. This is actually even before the term dinosaur was coined.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wait, when did that happen? I think
2: in the 1850s. Wow. Okay. It was later than the 1820s. We had known about three dinosaur species before we coined the term dinosaur. Are
1: you serious? Yes,
2: Megalosaurus, Iguanodon, and Hyliosaurus are the three. You're, like,
1: blowing my mind over here.
2: Oh, thanks. That's what I like to do with people in the show. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, oh, dinosaurs, are boring. It's like, oh, no, they're interesting. Here's why. They're like, oh, that is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Uh, pop culture appearances uh, There's quite a few uh, Journey to the Sin of the Earth By Jules Verne And it was also in The Brendan Fraser movie uh, Zoo Tycoon
1: Which is the best thing ever
2: Zoo Tycoon Yeah Yeah it's pretty good <laughs> uh, Dino Crisis 2 It's another video game oh. Apparently in Jurassic World There were plans for it To have an aquarium With one with some Ichthyosaurs Which are like The fish dolphin like ones That are reptiles it. But it got cut For some reason
1: what? That would have been so cool. Yeah,
2: you know, imagine it jumping through a hoop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: And before it went blackfish style, and like, oh no, we should treat the plesiosaurs nicer. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, and, so, many, many others. Plesiosaurs is a very commonly known dinosaur. Uh, well, not dinosaur, it's a marine reptile. It's not a dinosaur, but it often gets mistaken for one. Um, but this classic creature had a classic design, one that inspired many other real-life real-world creatures, as well as the depictions of cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster.
1: Which I love, because, uh, interesting fact, I took, um... Hold
0: up, what was that?
1: Oh, shoot, what's it called? Yeah. I've lost the word for it. Oceanography class. um, Back in high school. And I actually did an entire project on, you know, the similarities and differences between, you know, the plesiosaur and then the Loch Ness Monster. Now, this is like over 10 years ago. We're aging ourselves here. So, of course, Matt asked me to do this, and he was like, oh, you should talk about this. I'm like, dude, this is like 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's right. Well, it's it's something, at least.
1: And we both know we have... Equally, the memory of a goldfish. So yeah. you I know. am.
2: I am so paranoid that, like, uh, like I don't believe in Loch Ness. I've seen the scans. I, like, I don't believe in Loch. I mean, I believe in the lake, Loch Ness. I yeah, mean, like I don't exists. believe in the monster. Right.
1: Right. Right. Like,
2: they've done scans. Like, it'd be a weird if a population they wouldn't know about all the sightings of it have been faked. However, I don't think I would swim out into Loch Ness. I just, because I'd be like, but what if? Like, it's
1: a thought. Like, yeah.
2: Like, well, like, like if like, I were to swim in Loch Ness and try to go out as far as I could, I don't know if I'd do that.
1: Well, the people are interesting. I can't remember the gentleman's name, but mm-hmm. they're just the people. Like, there's this guy that I was watching this show about, the Loch Ness Monster, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you can easily find him and tell me exactly who he is. But, uh <laughs> um, you know, he, he's retired and he, like, washes the lake just to be sure because, you know, that like, is there's something
2: very primal in our being about like there is a big murky depth there mu- like it's like the fear of holes that all humans yeah. instinctively have there's something in there but also, even like, if you know there isn't you still wouldn't stick your hand in there but
1: like it would be pretty cool like yeah. if one day somebody was like yep i found the loch ness monster it's real <laughs> terrifying yeah. for that monster poor thing it would get exploited but yeah exactly you know,
2: it wouldn't just be one it would have to be a whole population or for it to survive
1: unless it's immortal you know
2: it, I guess it's, it's just one well then we're, then we're not getting into it's science it's like a whole but,
1: cryptid thing you know I guess it's
2: true it could be just magic <laughs> it's magic there was a movie about that where it was like, a Loch Ness, as soon as a Loch Ness monster dies, it lays one egg.
1: Ah, it's our only hope.
2: Yeah, and then, so there's only ever a population of one, so.
1: Oh, but like, what, a, what an at-risk population. That's true. Jeez. <laughs> you can't trust that with people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh,
2: <laughs> um, but see, uh, yeah, so plesiosaurus, they're quite cute and graceful in the water, uh, and we used to believe they they came ashore like turtles to lay their eggs, like they could go into land like seals or oh, turtles. Yeah. But we don't think they do that anymore because for one, we've never found any plesiosaur eggs, hmm. and um, we found eggs of a lot of other sea uh, like we find turtle eggs, spots and stuff like that. So we haven't found any plesiosaur eggs. Also, we don't think their elbows could support their weight on land. Ah. Uh, so. Well,
1: that's kind of sad. Yeah.
2: So, and we also think now they gave birth to live young, like. Like ichthyosaurs, other and other sea reptiles that didn't come into land did. So, which
1: is actually though pretty cool.
2: Yeah, well, snakes. Some snakes do that. So that's. Wait. Yeah. Some snakes give birth to live young. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Full of fun facts.
2: (laughs) I think it's weirder to imagine snake eggs on you, honestly, because like snakes are just long tails. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Just. Mm -hmm. Where does the egg come from? The back of the neck? I mean, but they're
1: very stretchy and bendy. That's true. Know, like, so. it makes
2: more sense for me to see a match of snail giving birth. Like, you see a smaller snail come out, of the, slither uh. out of the bigger snail. <laughs> then a snail, it. snake.
1: Oh. Well, I mean, I'm like, I'm picturing a snail. That would be very cute, though. I
2: don't know about the shell, though. That'd be hard for it to give birth. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh. Slugs, maybe. But. There you go. <laughs> no, snakes. Totally on I topic
1: here. But, um,
2: <laughs> so we think Lysosaurus gave birth to Live Young. Um, and... Also, they might have been crushed uh, under their own weight in the water, like a beached whale. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, stay out of the water. Stay in the water. But could
1: you imagine like a cute little baby plesiosaur getting born? Like, cause I don't know how big that would be, but I can imagine like
2: probably like this big. That'd be adorable. Yeah, yeah. Oh pretty, my gosh. Just swim his little flippers. Just. Aww. <laughs> um, uh, so, unlike Honosaurus that we talked about last time, we found pl- many nearly complete skeletons of Plesiosaurus. Yay,
1: that makes me happy. Making
2: it one of the best known marine reptiles. And it seems to be a typical member of its group. All the later ones, like the aforementioned Elasmosaurus we talked about, could get a heck of a lot bigger.
1: Don't we have a Plesiosaurus uh, skeleton at our museum? Yes. Museum I don't think it's
2: Plesiosaurus because it's way too big. But it's. A, I think that might be Elasmosaurus, actually. Oh, maybe. Um, uh. But back in the day, Plesiosaurus is what's known as a waste basket taxon, which is when scientists assume assign new discoveries to a previously known taxon because they didn't they don't fit in any previous classification. This happens a lot in the early days of paleontology. Like Megalosaurus was the only known meat eating dinosaur for a long time, and so for like fifty years, every meat eating dinosaur they found was assigned to Megalosaurus. Wow! But now we're like, actually, no, it's this thing and this thing and this thing, and this. it's not all, yeah. You
1: know. Wait, so you're telling me they can change their mind on that, but they can't change their mind on the other stuff?
2: Well, if they're wrong, well, that that yeah, they Come as- on. they assign it to a new s- species or something. Uh, they can't change the original Megalosaurus name, but they if they find something and assign it to a previously existing genus, I don't make the rules.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> still say <pfft. laughs> they're wishy-washy here with their rules. You scientists, people, you. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, you know, the science always changes, I guess.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh,
2: all right, so the same that happened to megalosaurs happened to plesiosaurs, which had literally hundreds of different species from all over the world and across the Mesozoic assigned to it over the years. But now it's been reduced to a single species, Plesiosaurus dolichodiris. Dolicodirus. Suck on that, other specimens. Nah, I'm sure <laughs> they're great. Uh, uh, plesiosaurs had a small head, even compared to others in its family, and was also fairly triangular with the widest point being just behind the eyes and the jaws being v-shaped in design. And here's an interesting thing about the that I didn't realize until it was pointed out to me. It had a method of swimming unlike anything in the modern day because it had four flippers of equal length. Sea turtles... If you see them, you're like, oh, they have four flippers, but the two flippers in the front are way longer. Really? And they often just swim with those, and the other two kind of, like, just drag behind. True, they
1: kind of, like, loaf their back legs, yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, seals, like, they have, their, their arms are flippers, but the, the, their feet coat kind of behind them like this. True. And so they swim like this with their flippers. So, plesiosaurus swam unlike anything else that we have.
1: So, wait, to... They theorize about like how they use them. Like, do they push all four at once, or do they like do it like a horse?
2: They like, think it very like, like they think that they could uh, use them independently to, like, for steer. maneuverability. Yeah. But if okay. they want the sudden burst of speed, they could just flap all four down,
1: and oh. just... which is kind of cool. It's kind of like squid-like, I yeah, imagine. like. Yeah, Except exactly. More awkward with flippers instead of tentacles. <laughs> right,
2: <laughs> indeed. Also, there's bone in there, so they can't be as flexible about those. Exactly. So, uh, hmm. Very uh, so, cool. so that's neat. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, uh, please I mean, that's basically all there is to it. Uh, that that you know we can get on in like a twenty-five minute show. So, uh, all right,
1: on to the rating then. Yes, on
2: to the rating. We're rated right one out of sixty-five million. I mean. It's pretty cute, uh, the, the notion of a baby one that I hadn't thought about that before, that's pretty cute, of it just coming out of the mother's womb. And <laughs> yeah,
1: I can just imagine, like, the cuteness factor on this is pretty high, plus the fact that I've, like, done, you know, my own, like, research and projects on it makes me kind of biased towards it, ah, so... Yes. I'd say I'd give it a pretty high rating. Maybe like 60 out of 65. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really like him a lot. This is
2: the exact opposite. Poor <laughs> Schwannosaurus. Take
1: that. Eight-boned man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> old man, which is funny, because this is actually lived long... Did you say it, old man? I
1: said eight-boned man. Eight-boned man. That, okay, that was
2: like, that was my... It was like, old man, this actually lived beforehand, so... But you're right, eight-boned man. Eight-boned this, man. This, this is... <laughs> nearly complete skeleton so it's a bit different um i'm i'm going to rate it i mean it's a classic so it is so like this is one of those creatures that everyone even if you don't know about dinosaurs knows this even maybe not necessarily by name but they know the design you've seen
1: it before yeah like yeah
2: so uh i'm gonna give it like a 45 million
1: okay yeah yeah
2: pretty good but you know i mean the fact it wasn't that big that's a step Against it, I like cool things. Oh, I
1: think that I think it makes it better that it's not as big.
2: I guess it's true; it's less monster-like. It's more like a little seal. Like.
1: Yeah, I feel like I could like picture myself like riding one across the ocean. Yeah, a last resource,
2: it might pluck me out of the yeah. sea and it's just like, be like, bye. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at MattD at methydonacareer dot um, You can use your own email system or the one on my website at MattD at methydon. Wait, that's from my other Ritwit. <laughs> that's my that's my Rick show. I was doing that. I got it confused there. I was. I, I don't. My intro. My my outro. Actually, I just. I get all confused. Uh oh. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. So yeah, email me at mattd at Uh, you can you can specify any of the co-hosts, and I can relay all the questions to them if you want. Um, uh, if you're interested in a writing podcast well I have one it's called The Rich Wit it's
1: pretty cool it
2: is pretty cool you've been on quite a few episodes that's neat Um, and uh, so we talk about writing and the writing that I have to show for it is this book series about dinosaurs on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle so, check that out, you know. And also, I need to say this more, but leave a five star review of this on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the algorithm.
1: Yay! Yay.
2: Please! We like you. Yes, you yes. like us. Yes, please,
1: please like us. Uh, please like me. I'm
2: desperate. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, that's it for this week. I'm going to say the end of every episode of Paleobites uh, Splash, squishy Splash.
1: Baby
2: Plesiosaur? <laughs> Baby Plesiosaur noise. <laughs> Just on the script. Da <laughs>
1: <Wee. laughs>
2: <laughs> da. How about that? No. We can't have sharks
1: eating baby (laughs) plesiosaurs.
2: There were (laughs) sharks back then, so. There were plenty of sharks back then, so. Watch out.
0: (laughs) Hold up. What was that?